Happy Thursday, everyone. You are listening to the Rival and Queen podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sarah. And we're back on a Thursday. We are back. It is February. It is cold, but we're here. The sun is shining and we're so glad you are joining us. We're so happy. I'm in a hotel in St. John's right now, which is a fun for a little change of scenery. I know. You're a little travel bug right now. I've been doing the cross island tour of Newfoundland, as I like to describe it, but I'm having so much fun. There's been a massive snowstorm and I've been trapped kind of. I mean, I've been going out in the day for meetings, obviously, but at night the city is like so quiet. So I'm just like alone in the hotel and like, you know, wandering around. <laughs> it's very fun. I love staying in hotels. I don't know. I just love it. And I think that like throughout the whole pandemic and stuff, it's funny how you really miss the most simple little things that you almost take, like say sitting in a bar or going out for a restaurant, you know, or out to a restaurant. And I feel like hotels are one of those things that like, I, not that I don't go, but I miss like more trips and more hotels and stuff like that. It is like, yeah, if you end up spending too much time in a hotel, it gets old quick, but like we have, it's such a novelty still right now. So I totally have been enjoying it. I will say the one thing is uh, like restaurants and stuff aren't really, they, they are open, but because it's so quiet and like the dead of winter and because of COVID, um, there's been no restaurants over the last two nights, basically. Like there's wow. been very few. So <laughs> thankfully yeah. my friends have been taking me in and feeding me. That makes it a bit tough when you're staying in a hotel. <laughs> Yeah, but it is like this, we stayed here at the Alt and it is super like young and modern and, and it's like fun to be down the lobby. People are coming and going. I'm having a great time. I, Sarah, you're right. that's like ground zero for where our friendship flourished. That was our first trip together. <laughs> and we shared and a hotel room by choice. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we really went bold. And actually, if you're watching on YouTube, there's this like puffin that always reminds me of you in like a wall mural here in the hotel. But you're right. This is like, I'm back at ground zero of our friendship, Ashley. And I'm thinking of you. And also on Valentine's Day, Ashley at ground zero of our friendship sent me a surprise Valentine's Day treat. So they showed up at the hotel with like a bottle of wine and like some chocolate croissants, which I very much love. And I was like, this is just, you're, you're the, the best of best friends, my little darling. It was amazing. I love oh, it. I'm so glad. I, I find myself often thinking of little scenarios like that. If, if I know it's someone's birthday or something, I think, oh, I should do this. And then sometimes I forget. And then I feel really bad because I really, really wanted to do something. And it just like came to me. And I, I was sitting at um, the hotel restaurant in our building with Jeff. And I literally was like, I'm calling right now because if I forget, I'll be so mad. <laughs> Oh, I love it. It was so surprised. Like the girl came up and was like, I have this for you. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, you're in the wrong room. She's like, no, no, I'm, it's this room. And I was like, no, I don't think you know what's happening. <laughs> anyway, I, I think that's even better. <laughs> it was so sweet. I loved it. But I also love that it happened in the Alt Hotel St. John's, which is like you said, ground zero of our friendship. I really like that idea. It makes me mm -hmm. happy when I'm here. I didn't now. even think of that until now. And I love that. Oh, I had, it's been, you know, it's been fun. I can't wait to get back to you though. I will tell you that. Come, come to mama, as Kara, our friend Kara says. <laughs> also, did you have a nice Valentine's Day? Come Good. It was nice. Again, like you said, in Newfoundland, it was a full snowstorm here. Like I felt so bad that restaurants and things were going to close. And I'm thinking like Valentine's Day is such a busy, solid book time so luckily I don't think that really affected anything but it was kind of nice to go on Valentine's Day when it was fluffy and white and snowy but yeah we went to the Agricola Street Brasserie here in Halifax and that was just like cozy and lovely and we need to go there soon Sarah because we went there um probably last winter together and they have the most amazing charcuterie board or cheese board it's a few pieces of cheese but a beautiful crostini and a ton of pickled veg like the well, whole thing is like pickled veg and I was so into it <laughs> if there's something I love it's a good pickled veg that sounds amazing all right well the, the server said that they they buy all this stuff and they um from like a local I think that they what, what is it called when they they grow it all inside oh I have no idea greenhouse 
kind of, but they're in those containers anyway. Right, 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 right. But they buy so much of it because they do that here locally and they obviously can't um, eat it all in time or serve it all so that they pickle like everything that they get so that there's no waste. Oh, that's amazing. We've had some really cute date nights there at the Agricola Street Brasserie. So we definitely need another. I'm glad you brought that up. We'll have a nice little gals night. Yeah, that would be nice. Also, just on the theme of Valentine's Day, um, remember I told you I had an astrology reading a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if yes. I talked about it on the podcast, but like I haven't really talked about it because I'm still reflecting on it. But one of the things that Rebecca told me was she was like very specifically around February 16th, like something is going to happen. She's like, I think something's going to happen. She doesn't normally give like dating or love advice, but she's just like, I just want to tell you this because I like see it so much. And then of course, on February 15th, I get a text message from Geneva Dickey, who's been on our podcast. She is the matchmaker. She's fabulous. And it's like, there's someone I'd like to introduce you to, like, can I do it? And I just thought that was so funny, but now I have to write like a serious, not serious. I mean, how serious can it be? Uh, bio on like a dating profile that she uses to send someone. So I need your help, Ashley. But I also think it's just very funny as in the Valentine's Day theme. I love that. I can't wait. You know, I love as a married woman in a relationship for a long time I love getting involved in like any of anyone's like dating stuff I think it's just like such a fun thing and it's so exciting because you never know what's on the other side or what's on the horizon so never never and so I just think this is also so funny because like Rebecca was like just mark your calendar around these dates and of course I get that text message from Geneva so it feels all very fun right now Um, I'll be available for any type of assisting with this biography. Yeah, I need, you will be getting a message. I will say Chris Gardner last night, I was over at his house with him and his girlfriend. And Don was like, I think you're like a very girl next door type. And I was like, um, and Chris's, Chris's response in this, I actually was so grateful for. He's like, yeah, definitely girl next door if you live next to Saks Fifth Avenue. (laughs) But also like, you'll maybe your look a little bit because you have like a very like approachable vibe and you're maybe that's what she meant like you're like warm and approachable but like you're more challenging I think than the girl next door in a good way like you're not going to just be like hi and so sweet like you're going to be who you are and say oh, what when you she said say. that Chris and I were both like I she meant it in such a nice way and we're like me I was like yeah maybe in my energy but Chris is like yeah Chris said the facts things and she was like, yeah, maybe. Okay, girl next door that's very bougie and like sparkles. <laughs> yeah, like, girl, girl next door who lives downtown New York City and works on Wall Street. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we, anyways, it was, we'll have fun with this bio is all I have to say. Dawn, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> we, we love you so much. We had a very fun time with our guest recently, Ashley, Mr. Ryan Williams. I know we had the best day and it had gotten postponed and moved around a little bit, like with COVID and all that in December. So it was so nice to finally reconnect and like do our day of fun. We had, for everyone listening, Ryan Williams is a friend of ours, but he's also an incredible photographer and has recently well, recently, it's over a year now, created Unbound Media, which is his new media company where he does a lot of videography, a ton of photography, and just works with really cool brands. But we had this day of fun where we went for lunch, we did some photo shoots, we did a podcast, and it was just, his energy is the best. Oh, I agree. And I can't wait. I was thinking, well, everyone, most of our listeners know I'm on my Invisalign journey. So I was like a little more self-conscious about my teeth than usual but I was thinking like in the summer once everything's in full bloom and green and warm like we need to do another day of fun maybe not the podcast aspect but like do a full shoot outside like in the warm weather with like colors I can't wait best friend shoot I'm in yes we know Brian you're listening we'll let you know so you can book us in because you're such a busy guy I'm picturing like there's a little bit of beach. We've got some bathing suits. We've got some like cute dresses. I'm like, Glam. we got the Invisalign being shown off. Yeah. And I don't know why I just said, Ryan, if you're listening, you're obviously listening. 
<laughs> oh no, it was the best. He is so talented. And one of the big themes we talked about, and it started at lunch was his ability to like give off that energy to the people that he's working with or, or shooting with. And like, he gets that energy back. It's a real give and take, which he has such a natural, like you say, you give off a really big energy. Ryan does too. And I think that makes it so much more fun and it's awkward getting your photo taken. This is, I know, but it's so like, if you asked me two weeks ago or a month ago or a year ago, I'm like, I am not a photogenic person, but exactly what you're saying. (laughs) I know. Okay. I know. I I just think, but I'm always making weird faces, but it's so funny. Ryan would go to take my photo. I'm pretty sure take three photos and be like, okay, here's yours done. Yeah. You you were nailing those looks. But it's also just exactly what you said. It's because it's his energy. And like, when you bring us all together, we all have these, we're just having so much fun and he, and you just play off each other. And you know what? I now feel like I'm photogenic. So thank you, Ryan. I have literally, I went home that day and wrote like my mom and my sister and was just like, I've never felt so beautiful in my life. I know it really crazy. made me like appreciate having like we had just got our hair done the day before coincidentally and like Jennifer helped us out like you feel so good when you I don't know there's something about having like yourself together in whatever way that means to you to everyone it's different but like having glam being glammed up like that really made me feel the best I felt since I don't even know when. I know. And just like, I've, I've never really done a photo shoot like that either. And it was such a, I like loved it. I felt really great about us. Like I felt great about myself. I really just like he, Ryan helped us pick outfits. It just, it was such a wonderful, fun experience. And I cannot, I'm just so grateful. I cannot recommend it enough. What a, what a, what a gentleman. I know. And Ty is incredible. He is like the little silent killer that's just in the background. Um, but his videographer skills, is that the right word? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, are amazing. Like the, they're, they're so talented and both so amazing to work with. If you have a brand or you're thinking about starting a brand or you have a product or you're an entrepreneur, highly recommend working with them. This is an unpaid ad, but we just highly recommend <laughs> on mean, Media. Yeah, it is a very honest, from our experience, I think we were both blown away. And so it's fun to have Ryan on as a guest today because he is a friend of ours. So we do just like jam, but it's nice to hear him talk about his new business and, and kind of how he switched from just being in photography based around himself to actually building a brand that was bigger than just himself. And we Mm -hmm. talk a lot about the importance of caring about what you do uh, so that you can bring kind of the energy that we're talking about into your work and into your life and just the power that that has. So we had a fabulous conversation with Ryan. We hope you enjoy. Like Asha said, you can find him online, um, unboundmedia.co on the web. And then also that's his Instagram. And you can also connect with him at I am Ryan Williams on Instagram as well. And we'll put it on the show notes. All right, let's dive in. And we can't wait to share all of our fun footage and photos with you all soon that Ryan took. Ooh la la. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What You Make It podcast. <laughs> My name is Ryan Williams at I am Ryan Williams. That's where you can find me on all social media channels. And today we are interviewing rival and queen and king. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that is a strong introduction. What a threesome. <laughs> well, I remember. Excuse you. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> I remember when we had you on. God, that was a few years ago now. Don't talk. It's a sore spot with Ryan. I think it's dangerous to bring this up. Oh, what? God. When, no, I was just going to say. When I was like, on y'all's podcast yeah. or when you were on mine? Both. I think they were not that far apart. Yeah. But you was, told us Sarah that was arguing with me and crying. And you were very emotional. I was really emotional. I'm glad you're not in that space right now. <laughs> I, was, I was upset about animals or something. Anyways, I'm not there. But you had told us that you practiced that introduction, like driving in the car and stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. So it hasn't left me. No, like I can just picture you driving around and be like, hello. <laughs> I really like that strong introduction. Maybe we're going to have to start like. Well, you know Wait. what it's like. We did um, a shoot with Ryan and Ty, who's also here and part of the Unbound team. And you had the roles were reversed. And oh, yeah. you had to do the intro. And it's hard to start out. Oh, yeah. When we did 
the, whatever it was we did with you, the media. Hidden gems. Hidden gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hidden gems. Yeah, that was a campaign that we did for the Halifax Chamber of Commerce. We did a bunch of videos for them, and we had you lovely people as the hosts for two of the videos. Yeah, but I'm not good at doing introductions. You like, guys are great. I know, but remember how fooled up I was? I was like, this, I just want to interject. I think it's like <laughs> any public speaking or anything like that. Even maybe I haven't been on a first date in a long time, but it's kind of just that like initial, how do I start talking? What am I saying? And then you kind of ease, like you feel more e- in, oh. at ease. Okay. So hot tip right out the gate. I was in sales for 10 years before Ooh. I came, became a photographer and all that good stuff. And I had a, a really good manager that told me when you're public speaking, the, the biggest tip is to know the first words that are, are actually going to come out of your mouth. So if you practice the first sentence or the first paragraph, mm-hmm. you won't, you'll get yourself off to a good start when you're public speaking. You'll nail it. You'll nail start it right confidence. away. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like do it in the car, do it when you're walking down the street, just figure out what your intro is and then you're going to let, and then everything else is going to flow from there. <laughs> I <All right. laughs> love that advice. I also think people who seem effortless public speaking usually are highly practiced. A lot of the time. Like, mm-hmm. I think that actually comes across more. Like, that comfort, that too. Comfort. Yeah. I think it's just knowing your key pillars. Oh, totally. Right? Like, I think that's, like, I think it's knowing initially what you're going to say, like, sort of, like, how you're going to start the conversation. And then there's probably some ad-libbing and stuff like that. Like, when you're a really great public speaker, I'm sure there's some ad-libbing and you and you integrate some things and it gets stronger as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I think I think... It can be highly rehearsed, but I've also seen like a Gary Vaynerchuk that's kind of like doesn't like to be rehearsed at all. Um, we did some work with not to do, you know humble brag already. Uh, we did some <laughs> we did some work with Serena Ryder, mm-hmm. for example, uh, the musician. If who if you don't know who Serena Ryder is, Juno Award winning musician, um, and we did some interviews with her, and she never wanted to know the questions beforehand, Ooh, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because she just wanted to be super authentic. And she wanted to, like, really make sure that, like, the answer that she's giving is the, the answer that she's giving for the first time. But that's a little bit different than public speaking, though, right? But it's still, yeah. I love that, though. Ooh, Serena Ryder, what a gem. I feel much more, yeah. I feel at ease when I, like, know the plan of what I'm going to say. Yeah, that's I'm one fair. of those people. Not scripted, necessarily, mm. but I need to know. I'm one of those people that always just feel like I'm going to say the wrong thing. Or I'll be like, why did I say that? Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. one of those people. Like, I regret everything. But I actually think that's not true. I think you were like I'm an in my head speaker. But let's, okay, let's dive in there for one second because that's how we were just discussing and we wanted to save it, how we actually met. When Sarah and I were at Volta, working at a Volta, you came up to me at an event. Stop it. And I was like, Quit do it. it. You came Quit up, it. it was like, we, it. it was like old home week. Like you knew me and I knew you. Home week. I yes. think you knew I was married to Jeff, who you knew a bit from growing up. Likely, yeah. And you came over and just started talking to me and we're like, can I take your picture? I'm like, sure. And then I feel like we were just, I was like, do I know him? And Jeff's like, yeah, he knows Nick really well. Like, you know. Do I know him? Like stranger danger. Ashley. Come on. Like, we were old friends. You came up. I mean, you came up to me, too. I was wondering if that was a story at Volta, but you knew yeah. my sister. And you're like, I know your sister. Right. And it was, like, instant And right. I wanted to Friendship. continue talking to you instead of other people at the event. I remember I was like, this is, like, he's a photographer here, <laughs> and I'd rather hang out with him. This is great. Yeah, I don't know. So it's like, for me, it's, I just try to find, I think, my best relationships and like how I can form relationships quickly is just mm-hmm. trying to find commonalities with people right away. Mm-hmm. So You're if I, so if I recognize you um, and there's something that I can sort of bring up within the first like few seconds or even the first like, you know, minute of the conversation where you know that I'm safe. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's kind of how it kind of how it is. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's you, you talk to somebody and, and, and you get vulnerable with them somehow. Oh yeah. I know. Like, you know, I just, I tripped outside. It was like the most embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like you, if you can find commonalities with people like really quickly, mm. I feel like they trust, if you get them to trust you right away, um, I think it's easy to build a relationship quickly. With my, them. oh my, you can tell you were in sales before. <laughs> but I also think, like, you're really good at it. It's, it's, it's the like, truth. Like he's good at it. You I know just see people I want to get to know. And if I already know somebody, think, you know, I'm going to bring that up. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I think, I think you're think also a skill. Yeah, you're very genuine in your energy, and it's like a gift of yours, without question. Mm. One thousand. Mm. 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 Okay, so okay. one of the reasons we wanted to get you on. Okay, you don't like the transition. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Let's get down to business. One of 
reasons we wanted to have you come on here. So we met at this Volta event. Then we just became pals, whether you, for, be, for better or worse, whether you thought that was going to happen or not, you're stuck with us. Mm-hmm. So that's happened over I like the last it. few it's years. <laughs> and we love it. That's great. <laughs> but we've been watching you. When we first met you, you had Ryan Williams photography. You were taking photos. And we've watched you over the last, has it been two years or a year and a half? Yeah, it's been, I think I'm on to my second full year of Unbound Unbound, Media. Unbound, yeah. Yeah. So like in, so over the last two years or year and a half, you've created this super cool brand of media company. Tell us about the transition. Like, how did you go from, I don't want to say like a regular photographer because you were never that. And I don't think anyone's a regular photographer. Like you've got your pizzazz. Just a photographer, (laughs) yeah. Um, I just... Before Ryan Williams photography, it was actually North by East photography. Okay. Which just sort of, it was just a very like short lived sort of um, pipe dream that I had that like I always wanted to have a brand that was sort of bigger than Ryan Williams, like something that was always bigger than myself. And then like as I sort of like took a look at the landscape of like different photographers, a lot of people were just using their name. Mm-hmm. And then, like, to me, that sort of made sense. Like, okay, maybe I should just use my name so people can get to know me. And then I can sort of branch out from there. And so I started North by East Photography. And then I was like, ah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't even, like, I don't even know where that came from. It's not you. It, yeah, it's just, well, it wasn't me at all. <laughs> right? And so then it, so I, then I went into Ryan Williams Photography, and which was really, really good. Um, I still technically have the name Ryan Williams Photography. But I started to get interest and passions into, like, um, all of the different like facets of uh, content creation. So mm-hmm. I really took a liking to video production. Um, and then I, I kind of had a, uh, a contract sort of come out of nowhere with a couple restaurants in town. So um, I had somebody help me out and do social media management for them. Mm. And then so I sort of like w- started getting beyond just like Ryan Williams photography because like invoices were saying Ryan Williams photography, like social media management. It was like, what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> or like Ryan Williams photography, Mm. videography services like it just didn't make any sense at all um so i was talking to i'll just give you a little backstory on the name unbound i was talking to a friend one day and he's been with me like he was with me basically at the start of my sales career at the start of my journey and he's always known that i've wanted to be more and i always felt like i had more potential to do more than i was doing in that current state or in that current moment and he was like, you need something like, like you're unbound. Like you're just like, you don't want to be held down by other people's limiting beliefs or the limitations of others. And, and he, I was like, ah, I was like unbound. I was like unbound media there. It's a catch all. I can do everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because we always joke that we would have to credit each other for our success. His name is Calvino Anderson. I'll give him a shout out. Um, he's, and he's, he's a really great tech guy and sales guy in the, in the tech world. And um, I was like, man, I can't tell anybody that you just gave me my name because then I'll really have to give you credit for my success for the rest of my life. (laughs) So, yeah, so it was so that's how I came up with the name Unbound Media. It's just like, you know, you're only, you know, only up from here type thing. Love that. And you're everywhere. I feel like I look on social media or you're shooting with an influencer or for someone's business, like even restaurants, you say real estate, like just I feel like you're everywhere. The unbound, the boundless suits you. Yeah. I think I it lights up your creativity. It makes me feel, um, it makes me feel understood. Ooh. The name makes me feel understood. And, and it's like, it's so it's, it kind of has a deeper meaning, right? Like as soon as he said it, yeah, it, it was almost like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. I was like, that's exactly what I am. I'm unbound. Like I don't let, I don't have, there's no reason why my own limiting beliefs or somebody else's limiting beliefs should hold me back. And I always just feel like I'm destined and able to do more. And then that translates into, if you work with me, I feel the same way about mm. you. I want to give you all of that energy. And like, mm. and so that you can have that in your business and, and in your life to feel unbound yourself so that you don't feel like you're stuck. It, yeah, it must have just been like a fresh start even. You know what I mean? You've been doing the same thing, but it's like, this is a fresh start. This is me. This is just like, let's go. The freedom to Liz expand. Go. I think too, like you have such a design sense. And when your work is so tied to you, you almost feel a bit weird when you do want to change. Like when you wanted to move away from just photography. But this sounds like it's more 
the limitless version of you. Like you can go in whatever direction you want. Like you could then take Unbound in two years from now and start doing harbor cruises if you want. Unbound <laughs> harbor cruises. Did or a harbor like, cruise just go by? Like, or I'm thinking of like DJ, like dance club. <laughs> well, let's just say you, you're decked out in Unbound gear today. And like that could be a clothing company too. I also, before before you join us for brunch, I was telling Ryan that this looks like a brand. Like I yeah. want to buy it. Where's our swag? Well, so yeah, so I get you guys swag for sure. But like, so okay, so here's here's something funny that I came up with right away. I have like back in the day, I used to go to Big Cove summer camp or Big Cove uh, uh, sleepaway camp uh, when it was like grade six and grade seven. They would send you to the camp with all of your camp mates and all that kind of thing. And it was like for me, there it was like a staple in my life to go to this like this camp that was like this like preteen sort of like I'm just coming into maturity and then like the girls are in that cabin and the boys are in this cabin what and, a fun time. and it was just like the funnest time of my life and I always sort of kept that mem- those memories with me and said you know what I want to one day like have my own like summer camp or like sleepaway camp for kids that are like my age that were would have been my age back then like 12 or 13 years old where they're just coming into you know maturity mm-hmm. and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and then so any name or anything that I've ever did I've always came up with the idea of like it has to sort of like be able to have summer camp next to it so for me it would be the unbound summer camp oh my gosh can we come I know can you do like a <laughs> trial run and we'll test it out for you yeah, we'll right? be a counselor so. we could manage some of this dude the counselors were amazing right so like so it could be the unbound summer camp so I'm like oh look at that look for it's creatives. a limitless it could be for creatives it could be for <gasps> entrepreneurs it could be for budding entrepreneurs it could be for anything right it's like it's so limitless and it's just like it would just be kids that are just there, just choosing their happiness and just being the happiest versions of themselves. <laughs> I love this. I want to go. I'm picturing kids as well. Sign like, up. I just want to be here and pick flowers and like <laughs> press them in a book. Right? <laughs> I would I would love to be a counselor. I'll work on my language. It'd be so fun. <laughs> It'd be so good. Yeah, work on your custom. Okay, so it's really <laughs> just being able to be, like Sarah said, Harp, cruises, whatever, the full spectrum, limitless. I, really what I've seen, really what I'm sort of like, it's it's it seems to be shaping into is like choosing your own happiness. Mm. Here, here. Right, and just whatever that means for you, just choosing your own happiness. Sarah's be unbound. Choose your own happiness. My heart is. Don't happy. let other people choose your happiness for you. Right, it's choose your happiness. Be unbound. Ooh, I love that because it can grow with you. It can like grow with it you. can grow with you, Ryan Williams, as you grow and your exactly. interests grow. Yeah, I yeah. think even with our name. It, a lot of people are like, who's the rival? Who's the queen? Is that one of you? Or they're so confused. It's like, it's just a name. We like it. And it can be anything. Yeah. And But like, I, I, and you're right. Like when people, you can feel kind of, I'm going to, this is going to say, I'm like, no, I'm going to say you can feel kind of bound by like, by even your name and like, okay, well, what is my brand? And what do I stand for? And you get so attached to it that you want to, if it is tied to you personally, you know, as humans, like we're fluid. We, we are constantly evolving or changing or mm-hmm. interests are shifting. And you can even see that on the podcast, like the stuff we talked about a year and a half ago, like we're into different things now. And like, we're exploring kind of where we want to focus going forward, but yeah. we naturally have these shifts. So it's, it's really cool to shape that into your brand. Yeah. It's constantly evolving, constantly growing. And you're constantly able to choose your happiness if you identify as being unbound. Damn. This is like a movement. I feel like. Quit it. Is this an uplifting episode? We're going to have to put this under like self-nourishment. Yeah. Inspiration. I want to shift the gears a little bit. Shift them, baby. Before we kind of, you know, this will get into some of the deeper things we want to talk about. But we did do a full shoot today and had so much fun. And Sarah and I really looked to you for well, we feel so comfortable with you because we know you and you're a, an amazing photographer. But it's hard for us sometimes to figure out the way we want to be portrayed. Is that the right way? Like, how does this look good? Or am I, I don't know. I feel like I've never taken a good photo before today, if I'm being honest. Stop it. I'm serious. No. Mark has taken. She did say Mark, that. Mark, this is our producer. How many bad photos of me have you taken over the years? Like a thousand. Mark's never going to admit He's to that. Never, yeah. He knows. No, no. I'm not upset. I'm not upset about the bad photos. I don't think it's the photographer's fault. But your reaction was exactly that earlier. You said, this is the best photo I've ever seen of me. Yes. How fast did I do it? No. Uh, <laughs> two seconds. Our photos were done in like 
Yeah, but that's so funny because I've never felt photogenic. And literally, Ryan would be like, okay, sit here. I would sit there and I'd be like, where do I look? He'd be like, got it, done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just I'm just fast. I don't realize how fast I work. Like I have Ty's Ty following us around today doing the Gary V D-Rock style, like behind the scenes filming for us and stuff like that. But I'm already done the shot. Like yeah. I feel like there's no need to waste, waste time a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was telling you guys this earlier and maybe this is what you were alluding to in terms of, uh, transitioning, but it's like I try to project the energy that I want to receive. Yeah. So like, if I give you energy, whether that's for one second, two seconds, or like you know thirty seconds, I want to project that. Like, I feel like our clients are truly like a mirror, right? They're going to mm-hmm. give you, like, as a photographer, your clients are going to give you what you give them. And so I was just giving you something, you know what I mean? Giving you some energy, giving you some hype, giving you some praise. That's all she needed. Give, I, and you, you and I thing, match right? our, our energies match up That's so right. well anyway. So I feel like, you're right though, but I think that matters. And the fact that you're able to bring that, I, I know you think I'm joking and like, you're like, this is crazy. You're photogenic, but I've seriously never seen a photo of myself that I've like loved. I think you're beautiful. It's going to be both everywhere. Beautiful. And you know what? Like, I think everybody has beauty in them i think everybody has the Mm -hmm. ability to look beautiful in a photograph i really do man woman you know i i think anybody has the ability to look beautiful in a photograph it's just it's how you see yourself right Mm -hmm. so i need to help you see yourself in a way that's beautiful that's that's it that's such a good point and everyone has a certain like there's just something i know you mean you look at it you could look at photos side by side and you as a professional could look at that and say those are both beautiful photos you know you look good the lighting but you could just be like nope that one's terrible well yeah i i can identify what i think is nice but like one thing that i try to pride myself in is i getting you to identify like getting you to see what i've taken and i need i need you to think that it's nice no, and I appreciate right? that. Right, and like you. anybody, like you know what I mean, like anybody that I work with, mm. I, I need you to feel good in that photo, and then I've done my job. Like because, mm. like, and and this happens with truly and honestly, this happens with a lot of creatives and a lot of photographers where mm. they're scared to show the back of their camera. But like to me, that's because of, like they're insecure of the fact that like maybe they didn't compose it correctly, or maybe the right. lighting wasn't that great, or maybe they didn't, maybe they made a couple mistakes. Right. But if you can get over the romanticizing of what your photograph looks like, like the person isn't looking at the lighting. They're not looking at if it's composed correctly. <laughs> they're looking at their expression and they're looking at to see if they look good. Yeah. Right. Like, do I look good in this or not? Do I, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what I try to do is communicate with you guys can communicate with my clients yeah and make sure that you say yeah that's good and i've and i've done it so much that i know now like when somebody's like yeah no the voice goes up yeah. Like, yeah. I, I told you a few times I'm like, <laughs> i don't like it but i think that's good that you do show that and it lets the person either be like you can probably then read okay they're not liking this or they're not happy like let's let's keep going like you keep the excitement not like oh this is annoying they don't like this photo <laughs> Uh, like you're you really care i don't know the vibes are high with you i don't think they could do that and as soon as you start like you said the energy exchange as soon as you get a good photo and i can feel like ryan really liked that i'm like oh this is good i'm doing better like i can feel that i'm like okay i'm loosening up this is gonna be good i think too when you are showing us the photos all the time like we had this conversation earlier that i really struggle with how to pose my body but when i'm seeing kind of the instant feedback of how I look I know how to adjust yeah and then I'm like almost learning how to make myself look good in a photo absolutely so I try to take it absolutely I try to take an objective lens so what I do is I take the photo and then now I'm no longer Ryan the photographer I'm now Ryan your buddy right I'm just now Ryan your friend and now you and I are looking at your pictures from this photographer that like just took all these uh, all these right and then like almost like from a like outer body perspective we both look at it and then we critique them together we're like oh yeah maybe we should fix the hair and what do you think about that is your you know is your eye are your eyes open like do you think you should adjust here or there tell me what you don't like about the photo so that we can correct that next time oh i i love i just feel like so much more of you is into what you're working on now like in unbound like your energy, your vibe, your enthusiasm, and like your excitement for working with people. Well, yeah, I mean, so Ryan Williams photography was just kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. I shot families, I shot weddings, I shot, initially I shot babies. Tech events. Tech events, <laughs> stuff like that. And now I just feel like Unbound has more of a, a focused approach. Um, we specifically work with brands and entrepreneurs, and that's it. Like there's no going outside of 
um, that genre. Like we get often get uh, email inquiries and stuff like that for weddings, and sometimes we'll get it for families and um, reunions and gatherings and this and that. But like at the end of the day, like we need to stay focused, and I think doing that has allowed us to excel. And it's what makes you happy. If that's what 100%. you really enjoy, then just. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and they want to hire Ryan, if they have a brand or a business, this is your man. I don't do weddings. No babies. No weddings. (laughs) No no babies. I did. Yeah. I did ask you, would you do a family shoot for? And you said no. He slammed down his coffee on the table. But but I had to draw. That's the big thing with Unbound. It's like I had to draw that hard line in the sand for friends and for family too. Right. Like I, I actually, it sounds harsh, but like, I've been taking pictures of families for like last, like, let's say five, six, maybe even like seven years. Mm -hmm. And this year they came to me and they're like, hey, we're getting ready to book our October family photos with you, our fall family photos. And I'm like, nope. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, we don't do, I don't do family. I don't shoot that anymore. Mm -hmm. But here's five photographers that you can hire. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll suggest other photographers all day. How's that transition been for you? They're like drawing that line in the sand. Does it? Uh, Tough. It's a tough transition to draw the line in the sand. I'm a pretty, like, all-or-nothing person, mm-hmm. so I think that I've done a decent job at it, but it's it's tough because it's always, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, especially when you leave, like, I left a corporate job where I was making really good money, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's tough to turn away money. It's just tough to, right? Like, so, like, I'm no longer, like, this is my last year going to be shooting weddings, and, but, like, and I don't have weddings booked for 2023, but, like, every year I was like, well, if this doesn't work, at least I got some weddings. Yeah. Right? If this doesn't work, I got weddings booked. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I got weddings. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But next 2023, it's like, I don't have any weddings. I'm not taking bookings for weddings anymore. But, again, it feels unbound. It feels liberating. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> Unless I'm getting married next summer, then he's 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 doing a styled shoot boudoir who, who, who you getting married to Sarah? we just I'm want just joking we just it's want you joke. to be a guest i'm inviting you to sarah's future <laughs> wedding I'll I'll be there. Like, here's the thing like i could potentially like i like just as fun like i actually discussed this with a friend the other day where um they already have a photographer for their, for their wedding and i'm like i don't do weddings anymore and we discussed like maybe i could just pop around and like just get like the fun stuff like the behind the scenes no like, stress with no stress mm-hmm. and shoot it in any way right and, and like just flip just, them off to them for and fun. then just and then just yeah just give them get, well i mean i don't know but for fun yeah. i still want to get paid you know, uh, yeah, yeah. So oh fun. i thought oh, this yeah, was yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. so trying to get paid yeah but. yeah <laughs> well, i think actually oh no, I, I thought this was <laughs> <laughs> I think you could put a real vision behind. I would like to see you doing like the whole brand vision of a wedding. Like, I think that would be wild. Like what Ryan would come up with on like just an insane opportunity. I don't don't know. I I, I have a lot of thoughts on how people should do weddings these days with the current state of the economy. Let's not go there. Let's not. Let's go and talk <laughs> about the most recent restrictions. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. There are certain things that are off limits. Yeah. We're not we're not going we're joking about the weddings. Ryan's out of the weddings, so we're moving on from those. Out of the weddings, into brand all, all, all brand stuff. All brand stuff. Okay, one thing I really admire about you and what you're doing now is I think you get like an idea for a vision and you and this is where I see your creativity shine. It's like literally you grab Ty and you're like this just hit me, this vision for a brand, and you create it. And then you're going and, like, pitching brands. And it just, I think this has let you almost, like, flourish a little bit in that way. Like, you have so much branding smarts and positioning, like, genius that I I think has just, like, flown. <laughs> That's like, a big That's word. A no, big I think you do. Like, That's I think you have an word. eye for how Because you can put these things together. Like, I can come up with this idea, and you can come up with this idea. But, like, we can't craft it. You know what it is, Sarah, honestly? I just think that I'm so genuinely curious and passionate about, and this is really, like, truthful. Like, this is no fluff. I'm so genuinely passionate about helping people succeed Mm -hmm. and creating cool stuff for them and, like, just, like, creating impactful or emotion-driven content for them that, like, it just oozes out of me. And, and like, I just, I, I truly believe in every, every, every single thing that we do just to finish that thought, but because like I had 10 years of corporate sales experience behind mm-hmm. me and like, maybe I don't even know if there's one out of those 10 years that I actually gave a shit about what I sold. Yeah. I care now. Mm-hmm. I care. Like I chose this. I could have chosen to sell anything in this world, 
and I chose this. And that's and that to me is like the reason why it probably comes across like that is because I actually give a shit about helping people and I actually give a shit about like making you look and feel your best at all times. That's like a message for everyone of, of yes. how they should live their Everyone, life. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, this from the genius himself. <laughs> care about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Care Stop. about what you do. Yeah, no, it is important. Ty, and, I hope you got then, that. The yeah. genius himself. <laughs> Branding guru. I can see, this like, is going viral. Yeah, all I over. can see the cut that this is going to be. Yeah. I know what clip we'll be promoting the episode with now. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, one of my most recent or favorite recent things that you did was the bloopers um, commercial, kind of like the. I guess was that all from one that hidden gems kind of. Yeah. No. So okay. Yeah. So so. But it's so funny. I'm gonna give Ty his flowers right now. So Ty, un- unbound, Ty. unbound would still be Ryan Williams unbound if it wasn't for my first ever hire, Ty Bourget, out of hailing out of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. Ty Bourget, the uh, ab- yeah, absolute incredible videographer himself. Um, so I hired Ty back in March um, of last year. He's coming up on his one year anniversary. <gasps> yeah. And like Ty is, so he actually brought this up, and I'm so happy that he did. Not is there a lot of pressure it. on you right now because he's recording? He's you. recording, <laughs> he's but recording. listen, this is genuine. Number one, best decision I've ever made is to hire somebody. Number two, I am so grateful and thankful for this guy because he puts his head down, he gets to work, he wanted to create for a living, and this is like choosing his happiness. That's what he did. That's what mm-hmm. he decided to do. Came from a corporate job himself, decided that he wanted to choose his happiness, and then he came on the team, and he's just been grateful and incredible ever since. So. The things that we make are a team effort, right? Mm -hmm. The things that we make are together. And I try to give Ty as much creative leeway as possible to be able to come up with things and like put things together and just like use his skills and his intelligence and his knowledge to like really like put put things out there that are absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. So like Ty and I talk like 15 times a day, like, you know, like we talk all day, every day. If we're locked down, we're talking on the phone or we're on FaceTime. Uh, Ty works out of his apartment. I work out of my house. Um, we talk like 15, 20 times a day. And like, so every single thing that we do is just a collaborative, incredible effort. And so the blooper reel that we put together was just, again, like we're kind of like, you know, in Nova Scotia, the restrictions and stuff like that. Um, every time restrictions happen, to me, it's just an opportunity for us to create something for ourselves or create something out of something that we've already done. Mm. Um, because um, I'll shout out my my good buddy, Ross Simmons. The name of the game is, is distribution and getting your content out there and promoting your work. And there's yeah. so much work that we've done over the past year that like just sort of sits on a hard drive. Yeah. And we ch- we're just trying to every single day get better and better and better at like how do we remix this? How do we put it out there? Um, into the world that like is fresh for people to want to consume and bloopers was one of them it's so good i know the bloopers are good anytime we put little clips together like that people love them because they're genuine they're They're real right and they're funny and a lot of people get these like this this idea that like being on camera is scary Hmm. which it can be and being in front of the camera is you know it's terrifying and and doing video is um doing video scary because it's like what about my lines and what about this and what about that but like for me, it's like you only think that way until you like hang out with us, right? Because like when you hang out with the Unbound team, like that's it. Like we're just we're just homies. We're just <laughs> hanging out. We're doing our thing. We're just you know everybody's relaxed. It's fun. You'll be you'll be done in three minutes. But the whole I thing. have to say, <laughs> the whole thing. You're, like people's disappointment that if you work with Unbound and then you work with another crew just by whatever, if it was through another contract or a different location. Be disappointed. It's gonna be. I've worked with other crews before, and it's like serious, and it's like not nice. Well, that's just that's our thing, right? That's your gift. That well, this is and and that's exactly what we try to translate, right? Mm. And that's and and it's it's we love this so much that like we want that again. Mm. Give that energy to you, right? Like I want to give the energy to you. I want. I I truly believe your clients are a mirror. The energy you give is the energy you receive. So if we continue to give good energy, they'll give it back. Amen to that. I love that. Amen to that. Amen. Okay. Okay. Are Energy. You, are you going to go first? Yeah, I know what you want me to ask. I want. We're you. telepathic. 
we could read each other's minds. What? Did you know yeah. that? What She's the? going, when are you going to ask what um, what's lighting Ryan up right now? That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> oh, good question. So before we play our game, we just want to know, like, what are you excited about right now? The Roaring Twenties. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to go We're get gonna pop lit. some bottles. I'm so excited to get out here. Oh, I'm my God. I'm excited to go. We That's better. really what's lighting me up. Your Truthfully. birthday's coming up. It is. St. Patty's Day. What? Is it St. Patty's Day? It is, yeah. St. Patrick's Day. So I used to tell people I never had to convince anybody to party with me. Never. I would go to the club by myself on my birthday if I needed to. Should we just go never like... Never had to. Just oh. so you know. Okay. Never had to. But Bishop's I, but Landing, St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Should we just Soiree? get a bunch of... Yeah, let's do it. Of I mean, champagne not, bottles and like... Ryan, you can open them all up. I've, we can saber them. Saber them. Like, let's go crazy. We like, can get that on video crazy. and photos. Let's look at tie down here. Why didn't we think of that today? I'm ready to get out there, man. <laughs> Just ready to get out there. I've had I've had like two, I think two pandemic birthdays. Like I'm ready, just, no. I'm just ready to just, I can just picture you like ripping your shirt. <laughs> right? Just like, let's go. <laughs> All right. Like, also, while we're here, I think we have to give Ryan a little credit because he's looking fit these days, too. Oh, We've yeah. been seeing you putting in the time at the he gym, good taking like care of yourself. <laughs> I know. I look at the videos of you there, 5, 6 a.m. I'm like, my God, bless Getting this his man. walk on. He's like, yeah. He looks fab. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we just had to give you a little shout out. I appreciate you guys. No, I'm just trying to just, you know, live. I'm trying to live I'm good. trying to live. Oh, I, 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 I played sport my whole life growing up and then I and I worked out a lot and stuff like that and I just completely gave it up in adulthood. Yeah. You know? So you don't recommend doing that. No. (laughs) Number one, don't recommend doing that. Number two, you're in your, you know, I'm just gonna throw my age out there. I'm in my mid thirties. You a young start yeah, that's fine. But you gotta start eating better Mm because things like it's a lot, lot easier these days to just put anything in your mouth that's convenient. So you really have to have a conscious effort to eat healthy. Mm. And so that's what I try to do. I try to eat healthy and and I and I like getting up early. I'm a big proponent of getting up early. We so is this guy. We can have that full on. No, he he's like really early. I'm not going to the gym at six. No, you're not. I think I think that when you have kids, it is nice to get up early because that's like a little glimpse but of I, time to yourself too. I agree with you, mm-hmm. but I actually wish that I would have got up early before I had kids. Because mm. I think time I would have been alone. so much I think I would have been so much further ahead mm-hmm. if I would have got up early. Like I think you know, like if I would have got up early in college and I would have okay. worked and I would have worked out before other people, mm-hmm. like I just feel like my I don't feel like my full potential was reached. Mm. I don't think the maturity was there to get up early. Like Co- yeah. I, I, it was Kobe Bryant that like um, uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, man. Like he he said, you know, if you get up before everybody else, he's like, that's just going to compound over time. It you is. get up, you're going to do yeah. the work in the morning and then like. If you're just doing extra time during the summer, you know, that's not going to get you to where you need to be all year around. All year around. You got to get up early and do the extra work all year around, right? And so I I believe that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you if you're getting two or three extra hours a day on people, you say everybody has the same amount of time in the day, well, it's true, but a lot of people are sleeping. Get up, man. Oh my god, get to the gym. Get, get up. up. <laughs> you don't need to necessarily get to the gym, but like if you get up, like let's say you get up at four o'clock, five o'clock in the oh morning. Oh my god, you okay. lost your mind. We're going crazy. Let's go six a.m. Let's go crazy real quick. We get up at four or five o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Are you lost right? your mind? Listen, you I'm get up at four or five. Up before do you know how much you can write from eight four? But to do you eight? know how much I write from like nine till eleven thirty, twelve thirty at night? I do feel Rolls like there's reversed. a level. I do feel like there's a level. Of, everybody has their 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 level of genius. I really do. I like working at night too. Yeah, I do. I do. I do think everybody has their level of genius but for me in, in particular if i get up at four or five o'clock in the morning like before my kid like i have two or three hours before my kids get up. <laughs> i think i say but two or three could, kids <laughs> i got but also i think when you have that uninterrupted time like that's the thing that's important is to get that uninterrupted time that you get to just create so yeah. this is why i say get up worried. early instead of stay up late yeah because there's still distractions late at because people are sleeping there, in jimmy the fallon's not on at 5 a.m no, I, I, nothing's on at 5 I agree. Nothing's on it. Nothing's on at 5 a.m. And at like 10 o'clock at night or 11, if I'm in my if I'm like watching TV, I'm annoyed because that's I'd rather be asleep than doing those things. Right. Like I'd rather be asleep and get up early. There's work. just there's just way more distractions yeah. at night. So mm-hmm. your level of genius might be in the evening. Like you might be most creative at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. But you're also fighting with all kinds of stuff. You're fighting with your roommate. You're fighting with the TV show. You're fighting mm-hmm. with Netflix. You're fighting with your your significant other. Mm-hmm. Like for their attention, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody wants your attention, but who wants your attention at four o'clock? Your bed. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one, though. And that's it. That's fair. 
right? And 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 getting up early is only like you got to stop breaking pro- you got to stop breaking promises with yourself. Yeah. Cuz people say they're going to get up all, early all the time, mm-hmm. but then they break the promise with themselves when the alarm goes off and they're tired. What time do you go to bed? I'll go to bed like I I, I need a good six and a half, six and a half hours sleep. So mm-hmm. like ten, so ten. I, I need so like eight. ten o'clock. Ten o'clock will give me like six and a half hours of sleep. Now Ty gets after me all the time. He's like, man, that's not sustainable. And I agree with you. Like it's not sustainable, but like four days a week it is. Yeah. No. I mean, you should aim for seven. Get that extra. Half He's still hour. shaking his head. Boy. I agree. Four days a week, right? Like, and then you get the you get that means you get a couple days off to recover. But like you know, six and a half, seven hours of sleep. Go to bed around ten, ten thirty. You get up around. 5 o'clock, 5.30, you're still getting a couple hours before other people wake up. No distractions. It's all you. Mm. I'm a big proponent for sleep, though. I will say that. I think. I agree. I think get up early, but go to bed earlier than. And I, but each to their own. Everyone's got to play around with the things that work for them. I agree. I think, I think this I, is a good message. I think message. sleep matters. I think sleep matters more than we know. I think sleep is. That, listen, the studies have proven that the health benefits of sleep are there, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um but for me, I'm just trying, I'm just always trying to move the needle forward. Like sometimes, totally. sometimes, you know, there's, there's people that are just like, man, I'm not trying to do that. Cause I don't, there's no, I don't, I get Some enough, of, I get enough hours during the day to do whatever it is I need to do in order to be happy. And also they're not, and that's like, cool. we're all entrepreneurs and not saying that people, like some people are just, they have a certain schedule and they have to be at work at this time and come mm-hmm. home and people just have like a very different schedule. Listen, some people, are, do not. some people are 12 to seven. <laughs> Right. Like 12 mm-hmm. to seven. Like you stay up till 12 o'clock and then you and then you get up like that's like you get seven hours of sleep. Like that's a decent schedule. Yeah. But again, to me, it's just like 12 to seven. Like all the distractions start popping up at seven o'clock in my life. The bachelor's in your life. That's fair. The Bachelor. Right. right. I missed the whole last season of The Bachelor because I went to bed <laughs> at nine o'clock every night for like three months. Tough life. It's terrible. But you know Tough what? Life. It looks good on you. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. All right, right, Sarah, bring us home. (laughs) Sir, Ryan, we love you. It's time to play our favorite part of the show. Woo! Queenie Grams. Super easy. All you do is pick a number between 1 and 145, and we're going to ask you a question. We're all going to answer one. 17. 17? Did that used to be your number? March 17th. Oh. We need to shuffle these, I think. The genie gives you one wish. What is it? (laughs) COVID. I don't even know what mine is. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I know what mine is right now. Come on. For everybody that passed away of old age and not some terrible disease. Okay, that's really that's nice. thoughtful. <laughs> Mine's not on that vein at all. Sorry. I mean, that's just. What, Sarah, you <laughs> that's go. That's so nice. <laughs> that's how I, how I feel. Oh, Genuinely. You're like a wonderful little soul. Um, I mean, I I was hoping we'd all be on a on a super yacht in Greece. <laughs> one wish I wanted a little less a lot. I was picturing Ryan opening up one bottle of champagne for every year of when his life. We for can, his birthday. We can make that happen. Like that's with a, a saber. Sh- that's a lot of bubbly. I know, but I thought that'd be fun. I think it would be fun too. You know, like anyways, that was my wish. A little less. All right, turn up, sir. <laughs> turn up then. <laughs> I'm just going to go with what came to me and then the second one I'll follow up with because it's kind of funny. But I would just say for like COVID to just like pew, 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 disappear, mm. floof, gone. Mm. And then the second would be like have endless access to financial freedom. Like, yes, to do whatever, like not just, you know, um, materialistic, but to be like uh, building things and not have to worry about. We're going mm. on a super yacht every month is what Ashley's saying. Yeah, like it's endless. <laughs> yeah. A million dollars a month. Just love comes. it. A million dollars a month. That's That'd be nice. Even, Twelve million a that's year. Not even enough. That's not enough. That's not even endless dollars. You better wish. You better. You oh better my retire. god! I'm trying not to sound like a crazy person. <laughs> no, no. I thought that would. We're sound going like, on a super yacht every month. I you thought better, that was going to be retire. honest. Okay, twenty right. million a month. Ash, give me a number, baby. One thirty-seven. One thirty-seven. All right. What do we have here? What is one thing you would not be caught dead in? I've said this before, and I will say it again, and it's pajamas in public. Oh, I didn't know you were going to say that. That's good. I thought of something one day, too, that came to me. I forgot, but, like, it's definitely pajamas, period, done. Mine is, this is, like, amped up a level. The Crocs with, like, the winter lining in them. First of all, I would never wear Crocs. Second of all, the Crocs with, like, the fleece winter lining. I'm like, why are we making these year-round? 
Crocs with winter lining? Yeah, there's like a like slip-in. Fuzzy. Fu- yeah. Fuzzy thing, so you can wear them year-round. So that, for me, never wearing. I don't know. I mean, Mark Mark rocks a mean croc. I don't really have... No shade to Mark. He can pull it off. I can't pull it off. I don't really have anything that I wouldn't be caught dead in. Honestly, I... I, I uh, You want those winter crocs? I would wear those. <laughs> yeah, I would wear those. I don't think... I think I'm pretty... I think I'm pretty liberal with my with my with outfits and with things. You're gonna try it all. I don't really. Are you wearing your pajamas in public? I would wear my pajamas in okay, public. Okay, what about I a like mohawk? That. Could we get you in a mohawk? I've had a mohawk. All right, okay. A this dress? is what I mean. We'll rock a dress. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I you got, could. I got I big think, old thick legs. I think that'd be bomb. I mean, I think dresses, that'd be hilarious. Dresses are for <laughs> everyone. I, could I think a dress him. would be hilarious. Yeah, I could picture you in a kilt too. I think that would. Be a good kilt would be bomb. Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay. A kilt would be bomb. And and listen, there's I, I, I was it Russell Westbrook, Mark, and he wore he wore a dress recently, right? Like the boy, there's men's out here rocking dresses. I know. Okay, wait. I have a question though. What's your favorite sports team? Uh, what sport? Uh, well, I don't know. He loves baseball. He likes it all. Yeah, I do like it all. It's tough to say a sports team. I'll just just to play along. I'll just say the, the Blue Jays. Well, I was just no. I was just hoping that you were diehard, and then I was going to be like, what about their rival? Would you wear their gear? No, see, I'm not a diehard. I'm not. A yeah, diehard so guy. that's his it. He's going to no, wear. I like. Anything. I like players. I like the. the do you know sport. what I wouldn't wear? Tell me. Brown hair. Ooh. See, I would even rock blonde hair. Oh, you yeah, look you good. I put blonde hair on. I hate dark hair. OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, you would look Marcus so good. Marcus Stroman. I would rock blonde Sarah's hair. could be a bob. Yeah, I would rock blonde I would hair. never wear a bob. I think I have one when I was younger. It took me year, 10 years to grow my hair back, as I, long as it is. Yeah. I yeah. was upset. I was very upset. Anyway, yeah. So I like I the long hair. Really okay, Ryan, you send Ryan whatever you've got. He'll wear it. He'll wear it. All right, last oh, yeah. question. What was the last TV show you binged? So fitting for you. This one I want for you. What was the last TV show I binged? I just binged one. Like you go last night. Let me think. I'm gonna mess up the name though. Um, oh, the Sex Lives. Yeah, Sex Lives of College Girls. Yeah, it's kind of like a creepy name. I know it is weird, but it's very liberal. It's very and like I'm I'm gonna be 35 in a few months, and like it's still it's very very good, very well done. We've all been there. There's like cringy moments. It's like oh, we've known about this. Like we've the characters are so good and it's funny. I think you would love it. You would love it. Would I? Mindy Cowling writes it. Quick wit. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's the one. I like just got into it recently and I watched many seasons back to back. I like loved it. Once I got into Larry David, I was like, I'm obsessed with this man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've binged a few shows lately. I believe you. Yeah. Are you having a hard time picking the one you want to? Yeah. I've binged um, Cheer. all of them. Cheer. Is that what's that? I couldn't get into that one. Navarro College. uh, The Navarro College College Cheerleaders. No. It's yeah. right up your alley. I know. I have. I think good. you've told me to watch. I think it. I really enjoyed the first season. I didn't watch the first season. Oh, I, it's I way only better. watched the second season. The second season, I'm like, it's very. There's so much drama now because they're so famous and there's like so many rivalries. Yeah. It's like I don't know why I didn't want to watch the first season. I just I, I like recommend. to be. I like to just be caught up with things. I just watched All the right. second. But anyway, that Ozark. Oh, I haven't watched that with Jason Bateman. Ozark was really good, and then we watched the one with Kristen Bell. Uh, the something with the girl in the window next door. That was weird. Oh, thriller. yeah. Real thriller. We watched that one. And I'm just going to give you one more. True Story with Kevin Hart. Oh. That one was really good, too. Man, yeah. we need to come for you. Has anyone you watched all our, like, King George? What's that? Ah, King Richard. King Richard, sorry. King Richard with Will Smith. Yeah, we I watched, haven't watched, we watched it. Watched it. Amazing. My friend Mitch will not. He's like, I'm not speaking to you until you watch it because he's like, it's so good. It B- is good. Big Will Smith. Fan Big over Will here. Smith guy over here. Yeah, it was. It was incredible. It was really, really good about the life of Venus and Serena Williams and how their father basically raised them to be tennis superstars. Okay, we'll have to watch. I like. I like. We the need to watch Williams that. Sisters. It's really good. This could be educational for people. If Write they it down. Raise the next generation of superstars. Yeah. You start hitting tennis ball with your hand. <laughs> boom, boom. They did that. Did they, though? Uh, one of them said that in an interview. <laughs> like, if they weren't playing well in practice, like, instead of using the racket, like, just, they would have to use their hand. Okay, there you go. Yeah, King Richard was no joke. Mm-hmm. You, uh, and, and Will Smith, I think, I don't think, I should know this because I'm a Will Smith guy, but I don't think Will Smith has ever won an Oscar. 
and he may have been nominated, but anyway, you don't think, think so? Yeah, I, I don't no, think I don't he's think he has either. What was the one he did? The Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit yeah. of happiness. Maybe he was right. nominated. I don't know if he's been nominated or not. He's nominated for King Richard this yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna check that out. And uh, but I don't think on the live he was also nominated twice for Pursuit of Happiness and for Ali. Okay, and Ali. Oh too. Yeah. yeah. But he's never actually won. Never which won. Is crazy. Will he do it? This is the year. We're feeling it for this Will is Smith. 2022. It's into his it. year. I'm into it. He's looking good too. All right, Ryan. We absolutely loved having you on. Before we hop off, can you tell everyone where to find you online? <laughs> we ready? We're ready. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to the Rival and Queen podcast. I am Ryan Williams, Sarah Murphy, Ashley Kilbertowski. We're your hosts. You can find me on all social media channels at I am Ryan Williams. And if you want to follow the brand at unboundmedia.co. Love that, Ryan. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we leave it at that. that. That's so good. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. You can chat with us on social media at Bible and Queen. We love to hear from you.